Hello and welcome to Walk to Wellbeing, the wellness podcast from Health and Wellbeing magazine, sponsored by Sketches. I'm Holly, the editor of Health and Wellbeing, and each episode, you and I get to join someone as they go for a walk, eavesdropping on them as they talk about their own wellness journey. Each of our guests will answer the same questions, but the conversation, like their walk, might meander a bit as they go. After we leave them, I'll be joined by some of the magazine team to pick out things from that walk that we want to put into action right away in our lives. Think about your answers to each question as you listen to. And if you'd like to record your own walk to wellbeing, you absolutely can. We would love to hear your answers, so head over to healthwellbeing.com to download the questions today. Right now though, for episode three, we're about to join TV personality and the queen of clean, Lindsay Crombie, as she steps out of her front door near her beloved lakes in the east of England in November 2021. All right then, let's go. Okay, got to be a good girl, because mummy's got to do something while we're walking. Do you think we need a coat? No. Okay guys, so question number one, what gets you out on a walk? So um, I've got Hetty, she's with me now, she's my little cockapoo Um, and every day obviously she needs a walk. We do 40 minutes in the morning and do 40 minutes in the afternoon, sort of just after lunch and I always find, because when I work from home, when I'm working from home, I do actually get a bit less motivated after lunch. I start sort of flagging, start getting tired. So I do always find that this walk at this time of day um, wakes me up and sort of gets me going again. So that's really important um, for me. Um, And I just like the fresh air. Come on, darling. Although sometimes she can be a bit slow, which doesn't help. Um, so yeah, and I, I love walking. I always set myself a goal as well. So 10,000 steps is, is not quite enough for me. Um, I like to try and do 20,000 and that includes being at home as well. So obviously the two walks build that up quite nicely. And then I do, obviously I do lots of housework. So I run around and as much as I can at home just to make sure I get those up. Um, so where I'm quite lucky where I live. Um, so we live on water. We've got lots of lakes around us. Um, so I'm just walking by one of those now. So there's lots of ducks, lots of swans, um, which is quite nice. Um, so there's quite a lot of nature around us and it is actually quite peaceful, um, but we're just actually just going by the road a bit now. So it is a little bit noisier. Okay, come on Hetty, darling, let's keep going. Okay guys, so question number two, where is your dream walk? I would say, God, this is a really difficult one. So I suppose it depends for me on the time of year. I love this time of year. I think autumn is pretty magical. I think it's really lovely to see all the colours on the trees, to see the squirrels. So I love a good walk in the woods. I find that really, really lovely. But also, there's nothing better than walking along a sandy beach where the sun is shining, like the sunset probably, sort of late afternoon when you're on holiday and it's peaceful, the day's winding down. I really like that as well. So yeah, that's a hard one. It's between the woods and a sunset on the beach. Which 
which is nice. So we're just walking now past one of the local primary schools. So you can hear the children in the playground, which is always nice to hear. And on the other side of me is a small play park. The children actually behind the fence, they've got a, a block up, so you can't see them, you can just hear me, but there's like a sensory garden in there. Um, and they've also got little mini allotment. Oh, I think it's really nice just to see the children out enjoying nature and having a bit of a play outside rather than being on games consoles all of the time, which is what my son does. Um, we do try and get him out as much as possible. Um, so that's really, really good. Okay. Let's see, come on. Okay, so now we're on to question number three. What does switching off look like for you? This is something I don't do enough of, if I'm completely honest with you. I'm a bit of a workaholic um, and I do get very stressed. So walking is actually the best thing for me and exercise. I don't run as much as I used to. Um, I prefer to walk and I do a power walk. I'm not a slow walker. And I always do find that just a, a nice walk is always a really good way to de-stress and to reset. I think particularly when you start to feel less motivated and you're not performing as well in your working day, just grabbing even five, 10 minutes, just a quick whiz around the block can be extremely beneficial and just recharge you and take that stress level away. Hetty, no darling, you can't do that. Um, so that's really lovely. So we are just coming up to a little zebra crossing. Hetty, we're going to cross the road, darling. Now, so... Oh, hello. <laughs> Bless him. <laughs> Come on, this way. So we've just crossed the road. Hetty, this way, darling. I know you don't normally go this way. I'm going a different way with Hetty today. So yes, we've crossed the road, past the shops, past another kids' play park. There's so much um, greenery where I live, which is really lovely. Um, and I'm just passing a part of the area I live, which brings back really good memories for me and sad memories as well. So we're just passing a patch of grass, a square of grass, where I used to do a boot camp with a lady local. She was a fitness trainer. And I used to do that a couple of times a week on this patch of grass. And um, very sadly, a few years ago, she passed away. Um, and whenever I walk by here, I, I feel myself going back to that time when she used to help me and she got me back into fitness. Um, so it's a real nice little area just to think about her for a few minutes because she was such a good girl. Um, and past this patch of grass, we're now heading to some woods, which is what Hetty loves. She loves the woods. So we've got so many beautiful colours in front of me at the moment. Um, there's another kids' play park actually coming up just in the middle of the woods, but we're not going to be going that way. Right, Hetty, come on. So question four, who's really nailing their well-being in your life? Mm, to be honest, I'm probably that person because lots of my friends aren't really into self-care and fitness and looking after themselves, um, which I find quite strange. Um, lots of them diet and do yo-yo diets and 
lose some weight, which is fabulous, but then put the weight back on. Whereas I find I'm, everyone always says to me, oh, you're the fit one. You know, we go to London and I'm the one that's charging around. Um, we'll go up the stairs at Covent Garden rather than use the lift. Um, because I do think it's important to have that physical and mental strength um, and look after yourself, have a good diet, which is really, really important. Come on, darling, let's go. Now I've got the choice of going two ways now. One way will be a good hour, which I haven't got, unfortunately, this afternoon. And the other way is quicker. And we are just about to go through a tree belt. So there's woods all around us now, which is nice. Hetty, she always gets a bit dubious in case there's anybody else around. She's a bit of a scared dog. Come on, darling. It's peaceful. So when you're feeling stressed, how do you combat your triggers? Um, I like to have a bath. That always helps. Um, I like to put my phone away for half an hour or so or just switch off or just have a day off social media. I find that that's really beneficial for me. I don't do it enough and I wish I could do it more, but it definitely helps just putting that phone in a drawer or just hiding it for a short period of time. Um, and then just watch like nothing on the telly. So no particular program, just have it on, just switch off that way. I don't get time to read. I wish I did read more, but I just don't do it. Um, which is a shame because whenever we're on holiday, I do so much reading, it's brilliant. So that's really good. Um, but yeah, I do need to, to work a little bit more on myself in that respect. And I'm sure I'll get there. But walking Hetty, she can hear a train. I've got no idea why we can hear a train. Strange. Walking Hetty's good. I'm such not an animal person, and when we got Hetty, people were quite shocked. Um, but the biggest benefit of having Hetty is, is the fact that I can get out and walk. I have to do it, you know, because she needs a walk. So it's been a real benefit in that respect. When was the last time you challenged yourself to try something new or different? Oh, I don't know. I don't know if I'm honest with you. I suppose you challenge yourself every day. I set myself personal challenges and I expect to achieve them. Small things, mainly business, if I'm honest with you. Um, I would love to lose weight, it just doesn't happen. But I think I'm fit and I'm healthy, which is, ex which is more important than being, you know, not fit and healthy, but being thinner, in my opinion. Um, but like I set myself a goal a couple of weeks ago to hit on one of my social channels to hit a certain target and I did it and that gave me a real sense of achievement. Um, so small things like that I suppose that I tend to do and my 20,000 steps a day that's super important to me um, and if I find by like five o'clock I've not done them while I'm cooking the dinner I'll literally just pace around the kitchen. I'll just go up and down um, while I'm, you know, in between bits and pieces, just to make sure I hit. Um, my bedroom's quite big, I'm quite lucky. 
So if not, I can go up to the bedroom and try and do the steps up there. I'm just getting a bit funny because I've got a bit of a bird phobia. Hetty, come on. And there are three swans up ahead. So from, I, th I don't know anything about birds, but we seem to have mummy swan. We're gonna go on the grass, Hetty. Go this way, darling. We've got mummy swan. Quickly, darling. Quick, 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 quick. And then there's two baby swans, I think, because they've got brownie colour feathers as well. Um, mummy swan's up by the road. So I don't know what she's doing up there. But when was the last time you cried? That's a good one. That's an easy one to answer. Um, last week. So I've been feeling very anxious, um, very unstable recently, and I think I've perhaps hit premenopausal. I'm not sure. I've not been feeling myself, and like these smallest triggers will literally make me cry, they'll make me emotional, and I don't know why I'm crying, which I find completely weird. Um, so that's been going on over the last couple of weeks, um, which hasn't been great, but you know, lots of women around my age, I'm 42 now, seem to have these, these things going on as well. So I'm not alone and it's actually good to talk about it. Um, but other than that, no tears. I suppose I'm quite, sorry, she's pulling me across the road. I'm quite a hard paced person. So just wait a minute, darling. So it's quite difficult sometimes for me to show emotion um like that but yeah so that's that one. Oh gosh she's starting to hetty we've turned the corner so she started to drag me okay what's one recent little win you're happy with oh gosh these are hard these are so hard what am i happy with hetty i don't know I really don't know if I'm honest with you because no, I don't know. Um, as I said before, it's small goals in business which sort of keep me going, which is good. Make my, making sure the children are always happy. I've got three, so I've got 18-year-old twins and I've got a 13-year-old son. Um, yeah, making sure they're happy. And um, we recently moved my son actually from the school he was at to a different school and it was a really tough decision. Um, he wasn't happy, he was very lonely, he, he didn't feel he'd fitted in. And obviously he lost a lot of education through COVID and the opportunities came up to move him and it was a big decision. Um, but he's been moved now for just over a month and that's a win because He's happy, he's smiling, he's got new friendship groups, he's a different child. So that feels like that was a really positive thing that we did because it was such a hard decision to make. You know, changing schools at 13 isn't easy unless you really have to, i.e. you move area. You know, he was unhappy, he wasn't being bullied, he just wasn't happy. So that was a hard one. Question nine. What's the biggest life lesson you've learned in the last year. Okay. So I think, I think we've all had COVID and we've been locked down. I think I've learned to appreciate life a lot more, to take a step back, 
to take in the surroundings that are around me, to enjoy people's company more and to appreciate life more. And I think, you know, when you were watching the news and seeing that people were sadly passing away and knowing that, you know, you were doing your best to stay safe was good. And I think it's just taught me really to appreciate life a lot more to be happy, to smile a lot more and to be grateful for every single day because you don't know when your last day is, which is really sad. So we need to make the most of it. We need to stay positive. We need to look after our bodies. And I always say this, you know, we're inside the body. You know, the outside of the body is extremely important to keep that fit and healthy and to look after it. You know, you only get one shot, so try your best. And I think COVID and the pandemic woke more and more people up to realise that no one knows what's around the corner. So be grateful for what you've got and be positive. So we're just going by a small canal now that links a couple of the lakes together. So it's quite deep. What makes me really sad is that sometimes I walk down here, there isn't any today actually. I'm just going to have a look. No rubbish floating on the top. A lot of the time I walk by here and there's, you know, I've seen garden furniture floating in here. You know, footballs obviously, you can't help that. Um, and trolleys, because Tesco's, we've got a big Tesco store shortly up the road. So we do get a lot of rubbish chucked into this little canal. But today I can only spot, I can spot a packet of McCoys and a bottle of Volvic. It's not too bad. That's good. So now we're going over a little wooden bridge which connects the canal and the new next lake together. So this lake's got lots of birds on it called moorhens. I'm not a bird person as I've just said but I can just about tolerate looking at those ones. And then the local pub to where I live is called the moorhen because of the birds. So there's an interesting fact for you. So we're on to the last question now, which is complete the following sentences. Being healthy is what's well, extremely important to me because life's for living. You get one body, you get one shot. Look after it. Don't take it for granted. Use it, use your legs, use your arms and breathe. It's so, so important to me. I'm most me when I'm, I don't know, just being me. I, I just like being with friends. I like socialising. I don't do it enough. Um, I love, I know this sounds really random, but I do love my cleaning. And I find when I'm cleaning, it's like a form of exercise. And I've always said this, this way, darling, um, when I'm feeling angry or sad, you know, if it's pouring rain, you can't get out for a walk or something. I always find if you just grab your vacuum or your mop and you do a bit of cleaning, you know, it's a form of exercise in a roundabout way. So you're moving your body, you're releasing those endorphins and you're also doing something constructive at the same time. You know, you're tidying a room. So when you've finished, there is an end result. So I do find that really beneficial. The best thing about my walk today has been talking. I don't normally do this. I feel like I'm walking along um, and I'm talking to myself, but I'm not. I'm talking to you guys. 
which has been really nice. And I've gone a different way. Normally, at this time of the day, I do a shorter one and cut a few corners. But I've gone a different way and I've looked at different things today, which has been really, really lovely. But I do love the autumn and I just think this time of year, it's the best time of year for walking. You still don't need a coat because it's not cold. You just need a nice jumper. And you just take in the surroundings, take in the colours. The leaves are so pretty. So we've got yellows, we've got browns, we've got reds. And I like that crunchy feeling when you walk through them. I think that's a really nice feeling. And it's dry, there's no rain, there's no mist. So yeah, so that's really nice. Hetty, go darling, quickly. So we're just crossing the road. She gets faster as we get near the end because she's a crazy animal. But yeah, so that's probably, I don't know, I've probably done another four and a half thousand steps there, which is quite good. So I'll see what I've done when I've got back and start working towards that target by the end of the day. I'm quite lucky as well, because I've got a treadmill. So I can jump on that. I can actually do some work on it, which is good because you can just do some emails and at the same time build those steps up. But yeah, so that's me done. That's 10 questions. That's a walk with me and Hetty. Um, but thank you very much, guys, and thank you for listening. I think it's fair to say that Hetty and Lindsay certainly got their power walking today. And if you're in need of some suitable footwear for stomps around the block, our sponsor has so many great options for you to choose from. So before we discuss Lindsay's answers, let's take a moment to hear from Sketches. Walk to Wellbeing is proudly sponsored by Skechers, the comfort technology company. Put a spring in your step with Skechers' range of comfort-boosting shoes, featuring the very latest walking technology. The new, lightweight, high-flex ArchFit range is designed to take great care of your feet, wherever your walk to wellbeing may take you. Over 20 years of data was used to create the amazing ArchFit cushioning insole, which provides complete foot and arch support and now you can add Sketches apparel to your walking wardrobe for ultimate all-day comfort. Shop the range online at sketches.co.uk. That's S-K-E-C-H-E-R-S.co.uk, where you'll find thousands of shoes, boots, trainers, jackets, tops, leggings, activewear, and more to bring you and your family style and support with every step. I'm actually with Lindsay on her dream walks. There's something so magical about an autumnal wooded walk, but equally I wouldn't turn down a gorgeous beach walk either. But I can't wait to dig into her answers from today's walk, so I'm bringing back Daniela and Rachel from Health and Wellbeing, plus our own development coach, Cami. Rachel, what stood out for you on Lindsay's walk today? I really resonated with a lot of things that Lindsay said. I think I probably say that every time, but <laughs> it's so interesting listening to everybody on their walks. And I loved that Lindsay took a different path this time and she was observing things like the autumnal colors, all the leaves on the ground, the children out playing and enjoying nature themselves. I had this beautiful picture in my mind of just this really, not quite peaceful because, you know, lots of children out playing, but just happy joyful walk and I loved that and I, I loved that she took a different route because I think when we go for walks we tend to get stuck in our ways don't we so 
I thought that was really lovely and I'm, I'm think I'm going to do the same. I've been taking the same route every time and it's time to change directions. Yeah, well, I'm actually really lucky because I have a forest just behind my house and it's been an absolute saving grace uh, throughout the whole kind of like pandemic and things. And so, yeah, I was just really visualizing her walk as well as um, kind of like what I've been seeing every day recently. Um, and I think the team can also vouch for the fact that I've been spamming you guys with some <laughs> kind of like autumnal um, wooded pictures um, of all the colors that I've been seeing. It's just been really beautiful. I think I've got a really kind of like newfound appreciation for the autumn season. And sometimes I do find that if I'm, yeah, like if work's piling up and feeling a little bit stressed, just getting out for a walk and being a little bit more observant of all the amazing colors. It really just really puts a smile on my face. So yeah, that was really lovely to kind of like have that, have that in common with Lindsay. Oh, and plus I really don't like walking slowly either. I think that stresses me out even more. <laughs> I need my walks to be really energetic and yeah, I definitely got that from Lindsay today. I know. And what a great way of uh, looking at doing the, the housework and the cleaning. It's rather than that thing that we have to do uh, is look, it's a great way of working out if you're feeling a little bit stressed or annoyed or uh, bored. Um, it's a really, really good way of getting yourself moving, but also achieving something that you can feel good about after. I just think that's such a nice way of thinking about um, something that maybe we might be uh, occasionally guilty of thinking as a bit mundane and a, a task that we have to do. Absolutely love that. It feels like being constructive and productive is really important to Lindsay. Yeah, I'd never think to, um, you know, put on my yellow gloves and start start um, mopping to to relieve some stress. But I might give that a go, actually. I'm sure my mum would be very pleased with that as well. <laughs> yeah, I have a friend who you can always tell when she's annoyed because she'll clean her oven and a hob. <laughs> um, so you'll know if, if she's had a stressful week because if you go in and they are absolutely gleaming, you know, because that's, that's something she really, really enjoys. <laughs> so yeah, I think it's a great idea. I should give it a try as well. It's satisfying though, isn't it, as well to you know, if you, especially if you're really stressed and you take it out on all the grease and grime in your oven <laughs> and at the end it's sparkling. And you just kind of feel like, oh yeah, I've actually achieved something today. Um, but I loved that Lindsay also made it sound so easy to get 20k steps in a day. Yeah. Okay, have two walks out with the dog. I clearly need to get myself a dog so that I have to get out for <laughs> walks daily instead of making excuses. But then even just around the house, um, but I clean a lot too. I'm a bit like her in that sense. I'm a bit OCD. So I'll do the same whether I'm in a good mood, stressed, um, or just have five minutes, 10 minutes where I'm bored and need to kill time. I'll clean different things. So, but she sounds like <laughs> I'm picturing sort of Mrs. Doubtfire style dancing around the house while moving. <laughs> um, <laughs> maybe that's how to get the steps in rather than just sort of dusting surfaces or going around doing odd jobs which doesn't quite get the steps in but and I loved the picture as well of her cooking and sort of prancing around the kitchen while cooking to get in those last few steps at the end of the day yeah I can totally um resonate with that I'm I think it's fair to say I'm fairly addicted to like closing my rings on my um <laughs> apple watch so um yeah definitely um there have been times where I'm like pacing up and down the house and up and down the stairs just to get that satisfaction that um that those <laughs> rings are closed which is so ridiculous but it definitely works for me 
Absolutely, Danny. But I think it's I think it's really um, important to note how amazing it can be when we do set ourselves these little mini challenges. So in the grand scheme of things, you know, we could very well think, oh, well, it's not really very much. But actually, I think it's those little mini challenges that we can achieve, that we set ourselves to uh, mean that we're finishing a day feeling accomplished. They are so incredibly uh, good for our, our overall well-being. And I, so I loved her her concept that she just sets herself these little challenges every day so that she feels like she's always moving forward and she's always achieving something. And she's she's had a day well spent. Um, I, I, I like to do that too. So I, I really know how important it is for that sense of actually I have achieved that which I wanted to achieve. So now I can give my myself permission to go chill out or maybe I want to go achieve some more but it's yeah I really like that yeah I think it was lovely Lindsay kind of made um she she's obviously a very busy person and I think in life we tend to make excuses of oh my schedule's so hectic I'm really busy but she's kind of shown that you can carve out the time for yourself um whether it's going for two walks a day or even one walk a day and it's important as well. And I loved that she said that it's not about being thin. It's not about losing weight. I mean, who's to say what thin is anyway and what we need to look like, but she knows that she's healthy inside. She does what she can to be fit. She sounds like she's mentally quite healthy as well. Um, and that, that was a really strong statement. And then I think again, yeah, she's just shown that she takes time out to combat her stress with taking a bath, switching off from her phone, and it is so important to fit all those little things in, even when you think that you're busy, you have a really busy schedule. It is possible still to find time for self-care and looking after your well-being. Yeah, and I thought we actually haven't had anyone on the podcast before that's proudly named themselves as the one in their life nailing their well-being. Yeah, definitely. I thought good for her, actually. Totally good for her. And I also loved the fact that she um, was quite open about being uh, perimenopausal and, you know, uh, experiencing these these sudden emotional uh, feelings that she doesn't quite know where they've come from, but just being able to just say, yep, that's that's probably it. It's a bit weird. I'm not used to it, but mm -hmm. it needs to be spoken about. We need mm -hmm. to talk about it. I, I just, I absolutely loved her honesty there. And I, I'm sure that will have helped so many people mm -hmm. who maybe wonder whether it is okay to talk about that kind of stuff. Mm. And she seems quite self-aware and comfortable naming her emotions. Mm -hmm. But then I found it quite interesting that then she confessed to finding it difficult to show those softer emotions like crying. Mm -hmm. I think sometimes when we are maybe having a little cry or just feeling emotional, we feel like we need a reason for that. But, um, and sometimes if we're sort of scrabbling around for like, oh, why am I feeling this way and stuff like that. But actually I think it's just okay to like let it out sometimes. We don't always need a reason to to have a cry. Yeah, totally second that, Danny. And you're so right. I think so many people do feel like there has to be a reason for mm. feeling a bit teary or, or maybe feeling a bit low that, you know, you have to have a reason where actually I think the reality is sometimes you don't. Um, and actually is being able to do something with it, recognizing that you, you are perhaps feeling a bit teary or a bit low. And actually, just like Lindsay does, just going and doing something that's going to make you feel better is so important. Mm, and I think also for someone like Lindsay, who I can probably relate to this a little bit, is if you are quite busy and on the go and trying to hold things all together, mm. then 
the concept of letting it go with crying feels quite vulnerable. Yeah, I think you're right. Um, crying is quite a vulnerable expression, isn't it? Especially when, when you cry, other people then decide what that might mean. Mm. Um, and especially if it doesn't mean anything in particular, I'm just feeling a bit teary today. Um, yeah, there, is, there might be that concern about other people thinking, oh, gosh, is it, is it something other than what it is? Um, so, yeah, I'm an especially teary person, but I remember being really quite traumatized when I was younger because I literally cried at everything <laughs> I still do and my whole family used to turn around and look at me to check whether I was crying in a film or a, a tv program so it became really difficult because it just felt so exposing for uh, such a long time so I'm on a journey to try and reclaim my tears mm -hmm. but yeah it's it is quite exposing I do feel very vulnerable still Cammy, I feel you there I'm the one crying all the time. And I remember when I was first with my husband and I was crying on the sofa, I think we were watching something and he was like, why are you crying? It wasn't even some dramatic story. And I was just like, I don't know. <laughs> you just got to let it go sometimes. I think it was, it was probably just built up stress. And suddenly I just found myself watching a TV program that just triggered something and all of a sudden it just came out. And there's a no reason that you have to cry but also if you're crying for a completely different reason that's absolutely fine I mean we're emotional people and mm. I feel like you can't just hold it all in mm -hmm. so just let it go I've cried on walks before just you know seeing a pretty tree <laughs> and, oh, I'll embrace it yeah there's it's definitely fine. something about um having a real release sometimes and mm -hmm. you know Rachel like you said you know going for a walk or sometimes I found that if I've done really like intense like workout or something I know that I hold stress in certain places like my neck or my hips so if I'm like stretching it out and you know all of a sudden you overcome with emotions I think I think that's really really normal and like Holly, like you said, Lindsay seems to be really quite aware of um, other people and their kind of emotions. And I found her little win really heartwarming because I think a lot of our guests have had little wins that are quite personal to them. Mm. Um, so the fact that she picked up on the fact that her son wasn't happy um, and then, you know, she was talking about the process of having him move schools and how the result of that has made her feel really really good inside and so I thought that was just really really lovely yeah I agree I noticed that as well Danny I feel like it's a theme running through this season actually with the little wins they seem to be very family um focused um that are making a big difference to our guest lives and I was wondering if that's perhaps a reflection on how people are shifting their priorities this year because Lindsay herself had said that this year's kind of taught her to appreciate more, stay positive and grateful mm. and how perhaps more and more people are waking up to focus on those elements of their life. Yeah, I think you could be right, Holly. Certainly it's a theme I'm hearing a lot of is that mm. renewed appreciation, especially for relationships. Um, I think when you can't see people when you're, you're locked down and you're not able to see people, you suddenly realize how very, very important people actually are. Even if you're not the most sociable person, you know, there are still going to be those, those relationships that are crucial uh, to your well-being. So certainly seeing lots of people appreciating the people in their lives. But I think also 
I love that theme of being grateful for what we have. Um, and I, again, I think a lot of people are now perhaps just that little bit more aware of how fortunate we are and uh, how beautiful it is sometimes just to go outside and go for a walk uh, and, and enjoy the season, whichever season it is. Yeah, I, I actually find it really interesting as well that so many of the guests we have on the show, um, on the podcast, they're they're not really sure when they get to a question, they kind of go, oh, that's a good question. I don't really know when, you know, what was my, what are my little wins? What is the most recent challenge that I've given to myself? And I think it's okay not to know, but I think actually more of us need to be asking these types of questions of ourselves because we don't often stop to reflect. Um, sometimes we may just not consider it. Sometimes we may be just too caught up in life. Things are always moving and you never actively set aside time to stop and think. Um, but it's it's just very interesting to reflect back. And I think in some instances you might think, oh yeah, actually I haven't challenged myself recently and maybe I should. And on the flip side, you might also realize that you've had a lot of little wins recently, or you would realize what your sort of scale is for gauging what a win is, and then realize, actually, yeah, I've had a lot of those, and I'm doing all right. I'm doing better than I thought I was. and Or find ways to maybe implement more little wins in your life with more daily challenges, like what Lindsay does. So I think we all need to sort of take more time, and that reflection also ties in with COVID and everyone realizing what's really important to them. Yeah, and again, I think our guests this season have ended up really loving giving themselves permission to vocalize their thoughts out loud on this walk, mm -hmm. which is what Cammy was talking about last week with the the walk and talk going together. It is really interesting, isn't it, how we do have to pause and think before we can answer some of these questions and therefore how powerful it is if we actually make time for ourselves to do that on a regular basis because we can learn so much uh, about ourselves, about what we have actually managed to accomplish if we just give ourselves just a, a few moments sometimes just to ask the question, you know, what have I accomplished? Maybe what have I noticed, realized or learned uh, about myself or the world around me is such a meaningful place to go. I also think that we tend to think of our lives as needing to escape sometimes. So we often say, oh, I'm, I'm going on holiday to get away. And I found it interesting that Lindsay was saying to combat stress, she does things like take a bath, she'll put her phone away, go off social media for a bit. Mm -hmm. uh, but one thing she doesn't quite find enough time to do that she'd like to do more of is reading. And she finds that she does more reading when she goes on holiday. And I think we often tend to think, oh, I'm going on holiday. Great. I can do things that I've not had time to do, like read or journal or whatever it is. Whereas Yes, holiday is a, a sort of escape and a change of scenery and a time to relax. But I also think there are things like reading. If that's something you enjoy, we need to be finding more time to do that in our daily lives. Mm -hmm. If that's what helps us mentally, um, it's, it's an act of self-care. It's time to ourselves, time to be selfish, which we talk a lot about on this podcast. So I think we also need to sort of um, retrain our brains or reframe the way we think about things. Mm. Why, you know, if you were never privileged enough to travel, you were never able to again, like with COVID, what, you know, if you didn't have a chance to quote unquote escape from your life, what would you need to be doing at home in your daily life to really help yourself um, to be more empowered, to feel more self-confident, 
and to just take care of your well-being. Yeah, that's such a good point. I think for someone like Lindsay, who sounds a lot like me in this sense, because I'm always saying, I really wish I could read more. And I have a stack of books like by my bed that I'm half into all of them. <laughs> um, but I'm the same. If I'm on holiday, then I'll just like whiz through them because it feels like a reasonable time for me and a use of my time to be doing that. Whereas I think Lindsay probably is the same as me, where if you're at home, then there's more productive things that you could be doing, um, like the cleaning or other bits and pieces that are on your to-do list. And then that I don't know, that that feels a little bit self-indulgent. But I, you know, like you said, Rachel, we should be reframing it to taking care of ourselves instead yeah I think you're absolutely right Holly and it's it comes back to that kind of permission thing again doesn't it is can we possibly give ourselves permission to perhaps do something that is a little bit indulgent like a little bit of reading in the everyday rather than feeling like we need to save it up for when we're on holiday or we are allowed uh, to give ourselves that permission Uh, and maybe maybe the hint is that it doesn't need to be a long time. Maybe we just choose to read a couple of pages of a book to begin with. Take five minutes. Maybe it doesn't need to be a big, long thing. We could just learn to do it in little bits, just like Lindsay does with little things that really, really help her. Maybe we could do something with that too. And I think those little small personal challenges might be something that I take away from today. Um, What about you, Rachel? What, What are you taking away? I think I'm going to take away the fact that health and well-being looks different for everyone. So I really respect Lindsay for saying that she doesn't have to be thin to be healthy. She knows that she's fit and healthy inside and out, and she's doing what she knows is right for her to look after her health and well-being. I loved her newfound appreciation for other people's company. I thought that was really lovely. Um, I've definitely felt recently now that we've been able to socialize and see people more that there are certain groups of people who I leave that situation from and I feel very full um, in terms of mentally and my heart is just really, really full from having that interaction with those certain different groups. And I think that's just a really powerful lesson to take away. I'm totally with you there, Danny. Um, it almost brought a tear to my eye hearing you say that. It's just such a, a, a lovely thing to uh, recognise. But for me, I think I'm going to take away one statement that she that she said. It was possibly almost not a throwaway statement, but a little aside was, um, I think she was talking about not not reading enough. And but I love the I'm sure I'll get there. And I just think that's just such a wonderful thing to take away is, yeah, I might not be there yet. It might not be perfect yet, but that's okay. If I keep going, I'm sure I'll get there. And I just love that. I thought it was great. And talking of getting there, whether you're planning on hitting 10 or 20,000 steps today, thank you to Lindsay for reminding us that a quick whiz around the block is all you need to de-stress and reset. But I love chatting with you all today. So a huge thanks from me to you. Danny, Rachel and Cammy, and of course to our pure and matter-of-fact guest, Lindsay Crombie. Most important of all though, thanks so much to you for listening. If this is the first time you've joined us, there are plenty more episodes you can subscribe to and download. But if you've been with us from the beginning, thank you so much for coming with us and our fabulous guests on their walks to wellbeing. And so until next time, from me and the whole of the health and wellbeing team, 
Stay well and see you soon. Before you unlace your trainers, we've got an exclusive health and wellbeing magazine subscription deal for you, our lovely Walk to Wellbeing listeners. Head to giftstoyou.com forward slash apod2, that's A-P-O-D and the number two, to get three issues for just $9.99, saving you over 25% and delivered straight through your front door too. The link is in the description of this episode to make redeeming this fantastic offer simple and easy. Remember to share your walk with us on social media using the hashtag walk to wellbeing and you can even download exactly the same list of questions you heard our guest chat through earlier in the episode. You could record your very own walk to wellbeing episode and we'd absolutely love to hear it. For all the details, head to this episode's description and we hope you enjoyed strolling with us today.